This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast whose resolution is to stop making jokes about Oli Sokshar. I'm serious. Oli jokes are dead already, eh? Just like Oli's managerial career. <laughs> okay, the resolution starts from now, eh? probably until next episode. Speaking of resolutions, uh, today we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. Nick, uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, yes, I have resolved long ago not to make any resolutions. Good one. And Karami Kamel. What's happening, guys? I assume you have a resolution too? I'm with Nick, no. Well, I am Faisal American. My resolution is 1080p because my bladder is full. <laughs> we had an EPL action at the weekend and the big one was Liverpool versus Chelsea. This one ended in a two-all draw. Now, Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah put Liverpool ahead before Matteo Kovacic and Christian Pulisic equalised for Chelsea. A great fight back from Chelsea. While uh, Liverpool, to use the old cliché, it was definitely a case of a two points lost, right? Uh, yes, it, it was a case of two points lost for, for Liverpool. But for that matter, also for Chelsea, you know, because we've entered that stage of the season now where you can't afford to be dropping points, especially when Man City are, are on such a rampage, right? So if you ask me, Chelsea and Liverpool may have played out a draw but City were the biggest winners here. Uh, but at the same time, it's also not the fault of Chelsea and Liverpool. You know, they've both had to deal with injuries and COVID cases at the most inopportune time. So it's a case of these two teams just not having the luck. And, and you need all the luck in the world like, when your opponent is as dominant as, as Man City. Yes, you need all the luck in the world. Uh, but, and I thought Liverpool was very, very lucky uh, in the match because I think after six seconds starting from the kickoff, I thought Sadio Mane would have been sent off for elbowing Cesar Aspilicuetas in the face. Uh, but luck luckily for Liverpool, uh, the, the ref deemed that it wasn't a red card offence and just gave Sadio Mane a booking. And turned out he scored. So, yeah, lucky for Liverpool. And in my opinion, this was one of the best match this season yet uh, besides the City and Arsenal match. Yeah, Liverpool were also lucky because the guy who handled the match in Tottenham was supposed to be handling VAR for this game, but tak uh, jadi. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Manchester City had a 2-1 win over Arsenal. City are 10 points ahead of second place Chelsea while Arsenal are fourth. Guys, it looks like a City are destined for the title, right? Unless they have a major dip in form or something calamitous happens. Yes, currently they are are looking destined for the title but Arsenal gave a great great fight to to City in, in this match and uh, it was very very unfortunate for Arsenal to not at least get a point from the match uh, Gabriel their defender was sent off in the second half and I like I said it, it was a great great match and who would have thought right uh, due to Arsenal's bad start at the at the bad start to the season they they i i thought they turned their season around quite well and uh, i'm guessing there's no more hashtag or calling for arteta out so that's that for us now <laughs> you, see, you see the thing about city is that look they, they've been really good for large parts of the season in some matches you know they, they, they score left right and center even without an out and out striker and then even when things when, when they're not playing as well as they can 
they managed to grind out results. Like we saw against Arsenal, you know, you, you concede and then you still find a late winner and all that. But most importantly, they've also got the luck. We are starting to see now refereeing decisions going their way. Their closest contenders are starting to slip up. So did they have everything going for them this season? So yeah, like what Faisal said, it, it's their title to lose. And and the only thing, only two things I, I, I think that, that standing in the way of them winning is a dip in form, which... Is is in all likelihood not going to happen, uh, or maybe a, a COVID outbreak, you know, within the team. That <laughs> I think is the only thing that can stop them now. All right. In other results, uh, Tottenham beat Watford one 0 Brighton defeated Everton three uh, two. Leeds a three one win over Burnley to keep their survival hopes alive. Uh, West Ham. 3-2 victory over Crystal Palace. La Liga is also back in action. Real Madrid had a shock 1-0 loss at Getafe. <gasps> wow! <laughs> Atletico Madrid beat Rayo Vallecano 2-0. Barcelona pipped Mallorca 1-0. Now, guys, it's the start of the January transfer window. And um, with that, there are mountains of reports linking clubs with high-profile moves. Some of them may be legit. Some of them might be less realistic than my love life, which is none. <laughs> uh, one of the rumours is uh, Romelu Lukaku. Uh, he's in trouble for his uh, recent comments about Chelsea and boss Thomas Tuchel's system. He also said he'd love to get back to Inter Milan. And uh, recently, some reports said that he could be open to reuniting with Antonio Conti at Tottenham. Uh, do you guys see Lukaku leaving Chelsea anytime soon? Uh, I, I don't. I, and and I, I don't think he will leave because of this you know, interview that he gave. Uh, first of all, kudos to Thomas Tuchel for dropping Lukaku from the squad for the Liverpool match, you know, because it, it, it sends a message that, you know, you don't simply go around running your mouth to the press and all that. But like Tuchel himself said, you know, it, it allowed them to to focus on the Liverpool match because this whole Lukaku thing was starting to overshadow their, their preparation for, for what was a very important game. Um, but as serious as the situation sounds, I don't think it'll mean the end of, of, of his Chelsea career. I think it was just a case of a lack, uh, a lapse of judgment from Lukaku. And if they talk it out, I'm sure Tuchel can forgive him and, and move on. Lah. But one thing you have to remember that this interview that sparked the whole thing where he made the comments and all that, it's believed to have been recorded three weeks ago. You know, This is before Lukaku started returning to form. It was still a time when he was uh, undergoing a bit of a slump and, and was very frustrated and all that. So it's, it's just that we are hearing about this interview now, but it's actually old. So I think Lukaku can get away by saying that, oh, you know, it was this was before I was frustrated at the time. I wasn't thinking clearly, etc. I'm sorry, let's move on. So so in my in, in my thinking that that's what's going to happen la. I disagree with Nick this is, this is not the first time that Lukaku had have this kind of drama or episode because previously when he was with Manchester United he did say that he wasn't happy with United but when he came to the club when he came to Old Trafford he was like this is my I'm going to do good to this club I'm going to perform very well and it 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 didn't last long did it and he did well at Inter then and he was so happy to go back to Stamford Bridge to to don the the Chelsea jersey and then this happened so and knowing Tuchel I think Tuchel is the 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 type of manager that really really is very strict so I'm pretty sure he won't put up with this kind of shenanigans uh, I I definitely see Lukaku leaving but not 
I don't think it, it'll be in this January transfer window. So um, another rumor is that Barcelona are offering uh, Usmane Dembele to Manchester United in exchange for Anthony Martial. This means that United will be swapping out one unused player for well another useless player, right? <laughs> Look, if Barca wants Martial, just take and go. Take, take him for free, right? Take and go. We don't need Dembele. <laughs> Keep Dembele. <laughs> now, if this actually happens, right, if this turns out to be true, which team would benefit the most? Does either of them actually benefit? <laughs> no, it's lose-lose. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe maybe Barca would, would, would win, would have a little bit of win because... Uh, we know that Dembele has had uh, injury problems right throughout his Barcelona stint. On the other hand, Martial is not. He, it's just that he's not playing well, that he's not in the team, no injury issues. So maybe, maybe Barca can do something with Martial. I don't know. <laughs> I guess what you're trying to say is that it's less of a gamble for Barcelona. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because for United, I don't see what value Dembele can add. You know, he's made of glass and you're bringing him to one of, in fact, the, the most physical, toughest leagues in the world. How do you think he's going to cope? <laughs> Play two matches, injured again. He's the new sick note. Remember Darren Anderton? <laughs> Darren Anderton, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thailand won the AFF Cup for a record sixth time. They beat Indonesia 6-2 on aggregate in the final. Yes, they did. And I thought this was quite a shock because uh, Vietnam was expected to defend their title. Uh, but Vietnam lost to Thailand in the semi-finals. Uh, and I think maybe this is, this is a, a statement from Thailand that they are back to being the king of the Southeast Asian football. But, but give credit as well to Indonesia because uh, fielding a young squad to the tournament, I think most of the players was under, were under 23 players and they played, they played their hearts out in the tournament and just unlucky for them. I think it's the sixth or seventh time that they've managed to go to the finals without winning the tournament. So uh, hopefully Indonesia will break their duck. But I thought the semi-final match between Indonesia and Singapore was 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 the match of the tournament for both legs. So I'm hoping that the Indonesians can win the next one because there's, there's, they have such a young team. But looking at the Vietnamese squad, the Thailand squad currently, it, it is not going to be that easy for Indonesia uh, for the coming tournament. And it was a highly entertaining final as well. I mean, the scoreline may suggest, uh, you know, that it was an overwhelming win for Thailand, but, but Indonesia actually put up a very strong fight. And, and as a neutral, you watch it. And in fact, even the semi-final matches, when you, you're watching, it was very highly entertaining. But one worrying thing is like, you look at them play and it's almost like they're Indonesia and Thailand and to an extent, even Vietnam, are they are on like one level above everybody else, you know, and, and it's worrying that Malaysia used to be one of the big boys now and suddenly we are seeing like Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam now playing so much better than, than, than we are. So hopefully that improves sometime soon. Now, speaking of Malaysia, um, as we were recording this, uh, we received confirmation from FAM that head coach Tan Cheng Ho has uh, stepped down. Karam, what do you think of this? Uh, okay, I don't think it, this is a good move. I thought Tan Cheng Ho deserves another chance because last year, I think in 2019, when Malaysia was in the World Cup qualifying campaign, 
uh, Cheng Ho has done magic with our national team, provided that he has the best players in his squad. We've seen that when Malaysia faced UAE before. I thought Malaysia played well when, although they lost the match in Bukit Jalil, but I thought they played absolutely well. So we know, we know that Cheng Ho can lead the team to can help the team to produce something but uh, I like I said I don't think it's totally his fault that Malaysia could not get past through the group, group stage in this AFF tournament uh, the preparation was not that good I think it was just a couple of days of all the players training together and then COVID hits uh, a couple of players during that tournament uh, Chengho did not bring his best players for some reason. If I'm not mistaken, there were a couple of players who was injured, uh, who can't make it to the to the tournament. But it, I'm sad that Chengho has stepped down. But again, it's interesting to see who will replace him at the helm. Okay, with that, we've come to the end of another Potball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And thank you for your contributions, Karam and Nick. I am Faisal Marikan. I am Karami Kamil. And I'm Nicholas John.